Hugh Hefner, a true American icon, created an empire that was unrivaled. Although some of his bunnies may have gone rogue, it's because of the love and respect that we received from the man behind it all. The Rogue Bunny's mission is simple. 100 playmates taking control of their valuable IP while honoring Hef's iconic Playboy style and bringing that experience to our collectors. Like only we know how. Because after all, we did learn from the best. Relive the stories from the most prominent celebrity home in history. From those of us that lived it. The employees that worked it. And the guests who loved it. And the, the Mayhem continues. You know what, honestly, I, I feel like I should be hearing like Guns N' Roses, you know, take me down to Paradise City because I am actually reconnecting with my partner in crime. I feel like you and I should be bantering off. Look who's sitting next to me, Raquel. Woo! I miss the mayhem. How long? Okay, so the original, the OG OG is Pilar, obviously. Wait, so Raquel who? Raquel Pomplin. <laughs> Raquel, you seem like a very Don't nice worry, young lady, Scott. People I, recognize my voice. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, yes. Yeah, so, so we used to do a show on Playboy Radio, Mansion Mayhem. Uh, it did start with Pilar last Yeah, year. she was OG. And, but how long were we together? Oh, you and I? Wow. Was it like three and a half years? I was going to say four, but yeah. Yeah, I was going on yeah. four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going on four. It Man, was a good time. So much fun. <laughs> you know, I, I was driving on in, right? And I swear, just flashbacks go. Yeah. I'm going down Hollywood Way. The Hollywood Way barbecue place Remember is gone. Remember how good? No. It's gone. No. Yes. Why? I went, what the heck? I did Stupid a Stupid pandemic. No, it's gone. Yeah, and they made it through the pandemic. I don't understand. Oh, what? That used to be our hangout, Scott. Wait, like, did, after we would do our show together. We would go there. Like, hey, let's With go these... hang out, grab some lunch, grab a beer. It was fun. Sweet potato fries, best in there. So, but, uh, but you know what? The mayhem continues. It does money, continue. So. Right? So did you? Did Victoria sneak this to tell you at all what we were doing? Or did you all of a sudden just see the banner and go, what? Well, I saw you guys from uh, our party, our lunch oh, party. Yes. And I, Which I couldn't miss because my baby girl ended up in the hospital. No I major things, guys. No major you. things. I was like, Raquel's going to be there. I go, I can't wait. I want to pop this on her. Go on. Sorry. Right? But she's, she's all good. She's so good. When, when I saw it, I was like, not only was I... Yes, a podcast is back. But I was like, Brian Elias' hair is long again. What? <laughs> Dude, thank you to the... Okay, that's one thing from the COVID. Because I said, I told you, remember, I'll never grow it again. Yeah, you did it, say we, that. I grew my hair out. We did that uh, Locks for Love uh -huh, campaign. Uh -huh. I said, and matter of fact, other people at the mansion started growing their hair. John Luther, our GM. No way. Remember, he grew his hair out. Yeah. He did the same thing. Locks for Love. Locks of Love. Mm -hmm. Hank Fawcett started growing his hair right out. On. Guys started growing... Nice. It was funny, but... I remember I could never do it. I said, because you, you would ask me, would you ever, are you going to grow yeah. your hair back out? I go, hell no. It's a lot of maintenance. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that that mid area where it's just getting past the ears <laughs> or past the shoulders. You just want to cringe. You're like, but then 2020, no barbershops. No yep. barbershops. Did what you grow you your hair out? Brian, you, you look like the fifth member of KISS. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know what I did? I drove to Arizona to get a haircut. Shut up. LA was completely shut down. And I'm like, it was totally shut I was, down. I was so frustrated and, and just, you know, because you know, production had fallen to zero. And I'm yeah. like, I'm in panic mode. I'm like, I'm going to Memphis. <laughs> I, went, I, I drove, just hopped in the car and drove to Memphis, Tennessee. I stopped in Arizona and got a haircut. It was about four months, five months into the pandemic. And it felt fantastic. Yeah, to get out and drive yeah. and everything. And on top of it. 
getting a haircut. Yeah, well, and 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 you know, California, we seriously overcompensated on the whole COVID thing. Yeah. You, 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 just a couple of states away, it was... Everybody was pretty normal. Fairly normal. <laughs> Nobody was being crazy stupid. Yeah. By the time I got to Memphis, it was a party. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, wasn't Florida partying the entire COVID shutdown? I was in Wisconsin. Oh, no I way. I was freaking partying it up. I was <laughs> with my brother, Jim. My brother, you know, Jim Malay, yeah, lives yeah. in McHenry, Illinois. We have nice. a home out there. Nice. And I remember Jim calling me up and going, hey, Brian, how are you doing? I go, I can't do this, kid. I'm, I'm literally, <laughs> right. I'm dying. Yeah. I go, I am what I you need call people. an introvert, extrovert. So yeah. I need my alone time, but not that much alone time. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to do with all this. Yeah. I, I need to do something. No, goes, then you are an extrovert at heart. Yeah, but well, you recharge no, alone. I recharge alone. alone. Yeah, yeah. That's the yeah, but, yeah. But when you're alone by yourself for like five minutes, he's like, "This sucks." <laughs> <laughs> Once the batteries get charged, we got to use it. Um, then I'm an. Um, How is it for you? I'm a full introvert that likes to recharge, kind of discharge as an extrovert. So this is charging because you right me, now. For me, for me, happens the other way around. I can enjoy being an extrovert. You know this. Yes. A, I can act like the greatest extrovert in the whole world, but I enjoy being alone 100%. That pandemic was great for me. <laughs> okay, so how so are you getting your hair done? I didn't. And that's why I say, Scott, when I got my hair cut, I was like, this is glory. I was actually growing a human. During the pandemic, a what? A human. I was pregnant. Oh, wait a <laughs> I thought this was like some new name for a hat or something. <laughs> yes, you. Are, and oh my God, you have so my hair was daughters. tripling. I was trying to process that, like growing. I'm, I'm like, oh, guys. Dish, the reality oh is, <laughs> us women grow humans. Whether you understand that or not, we grow humans. <laughs> and a beautiful human. My Thank God, you. your daughter is gorgeous. Oh, what She's can such I say? She's sweetheart. my daughter. I her. am obsessed and I with even her. Met her. I know. I'm embarrassed by that. Don't be, because the pandemic no, has been in the. Way yes. So this is your first. My very first okay. baby. So here's my advice. Uh huh. When they're when they're young. Uh huh. Don't tippy toe around the house. Make noise. Oh when yeah. Oh, that's oh, yeah. that was me all the whole time. Yeah. Vacuum, Can you believe it? I had a son conyard in her first eight months of life. <laughs> there was no way going around that noise. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Don't don't get them used to dead silence in nah. order to sleep. Good. She can sleep through a truck. <laughs> and I've noticed she's bilingual, right? You're raising her bilingual. Unfortunately, no. No? We are teaching well, her all Spanish. Spanish. Oh, okay. Uh, and we don't speak English at home because Alejandro is Mexican, so we only speak Spanish. But it is on purpose because we want her to hound down the Spanish correctly. The English will come naturally the first year she's in school. So we're not worried. And that's what we're doing. She's a doll. And we were Aww, funny. We were just talking you. earlier about as the as you raise children. You know, I was blessed enough to ra help raise my nephew uh, and niece. All of them. Which my nephew's right there. My right hey. <laughs> Clark Collective. He does all our videography and photography. He's just amazing. But those teen years, when you get to the teen years, so enjoy. Can, can you let me enjoy this first? <laughs> enjoy this. Enjoy this. But this is what I'm, I'm why I'm leading to that. Everyone has a way that they get their child to shape up, right? And that's usually by saying the full name. Right? It's the full name. Like, yeah. you know, you yell it out. So how how would you speak to your daughter when you're, like, getting her in line? He goes, you, you, you call out your daughter because every time you speak Spanish, it sounds so freaking sexy. <laughs> but at the same time, you're reprimanding your daughter. Oh, and my go, God. Come on. 
I haven't done that yet. You know, <laughs> well, this is a practice I don't, term. I don't think Raquel has ever been stern or angry. <laughs> oh, that is oh. the biggest misconception. <laughs> everybody, okay. everybody in the whole convention center just... My true friends know... Scott, you're screwed. My other side. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, she is the sweetest, most adorable woman that you could ever meet. She's such a friend. Do not cross that line. Oh, we're going to find out because I actually parked behind her. I blocked her in her parking space. And, but and here's the thing. Leaving. Here's the thing. It takes a lot to piss me off. It really does. I tolerate a lot. A lot. And I'm not vindictive. No. But you will hear it from me if you piss me off. If you, if you do it in front of me, you will hear it from me. The entire time, by the way, Raquel's been flipping me off. <laughs> <laughs> but no, guys, I don't want you to get the wrong idea. Like, I, I think being vindictive is a waste of energy and time. Absolutely. But if you piss me off and you're in front of me, you will hear it from me. And then it's and then it's over. And then it's over. Yeah. And then you will never hear from me ever, ever again because uh, that's how I do it. Cut off people. That's like a superpower. People ask me, like, what's your superpower? I'm great at cutting off. Yeah, me Once too. you cross the line, but I'll warn someone. I no, will literally warn a person and go, I'm, not that I'm letting evil. you know <laughs> yeah. you've crossed the line. Let's never do that again. But please don't cross that line because once you do, I can't go back. Yeah. And I, yeah. I don't like to, I don't like to let you back in because you're an energy no, that's done. sucking mine. Yes. <laughs> and the energy, sucking the energy. <laughs> Speaking of sucking, we're gonna be talking about uh, uh, breastfeeding. We're gonna be right back. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You are listening to Rogue Bunny's Mayhem. Hi, I'm Victoria Fuller, entrepreneur, artist, and of course forever Miss January 1996. My bunny sisters and I have joined forces, or should I say, gone rogue, to revamp the heydays while exploring the future. So come join me and our sorority of the sexiest ladies on the planet. I promise you won't be disappointed. To join the party, find us at roguebunnies.com. That's R-O-G-U-E-B-U-N-N-I-E-S.com. See you there. Welcome to the metaverse. And, and the, the mayhem, mayhem continues. Wow, we're back. Uh, I think I threw. I think I think I threw both of you into kind of like, what is he saying? <laughs> what is he about to say? <laughs> what are you about to say? No, but uh, you know, uh, Kimberly Phillips. We love her to death. Yes. And I love how she puts out these videos and and just saying like. Breastfeeding is natural. It and is. Unfortunately, we have a some kind of culture tries to want to demonize that. Going, yeah. how could you do that? It's like I'm feeding my kid. Yeah. You know? But demonize nature and biology. Right. So let's demonize everything else too. Come on. We should, we, we're the thinking species of the world. We should be able to ev evolve faster. Wait, wait, what do you want? You, you can, can you vote? Well, let me tell you. you look drive? at look at look at what's in the palm of your hand. How come this can evolve so much faster than our minds if we created this? Because Steve Jobs didn't care about your brain. <laughs> you know, but I, 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 I like iPhone. that you pointed that out. Look yeah. at that. Look at that technology. Yep. Technology right right. that you have in the palm of your hand. That if we were smart as a human race, we would go, "Wow, I have the ability to learn so much." And yet, and all we're doing this. is we're taking pictures of our food. And I'm guilty at that. Or not, or not even that, or not even that. And all I can do is focus about hating on someone who's oh, doing yeah. something that we're meant to biologically to do. Well, I mean, trying to guilt someone for like taking care of their child. Well, I, that's so disgusting. Why are you, you still, why are you still breastfeeding your baby? She's already walking and is, eating. Is there, <laughs> is, hungry. Is there an inappropriate place to breastfeed your child? 
if it's in your mind, yeah. But if it's not, no. I agree with you. Yeah. It's yeah. all it's all in the perspective of the person. We're flipping society back around. You know, don't get me wrong. There are women who can biologically not produce milk. This, this is just how they're just how how some people have diabetes because biologically they can't control sugar levels. Anyways, so it's a commodity, but to turn it around and make it uh, uh, the the new way of life because they saw the money in it and the in the in the marketing in it. it. No, I'm sorry, our nature is boob. Yeah, and it's so much more richer and it's so much better and there's a bigger connection and it's. I'm not saying if you choose to give formula to your baby, don't do it. That's also a commodity. That's also great. That's also amazing. But don't come and shave me for breastfeeding my baby. And, and I, and I think the it's sad that reality it's the is that's the biology. That's the nature. Well, 100%. That is the biology. That is nature. But think about the individual that's trying to shame. Usually, it's because they sexualized it. They're exactly. The it's their problem. They're the sickos. Thank it's you. And it's like going, Thank wait, you. why are you even thinking like that? Yeah. I'm like, this is a this is a beautiful thing where a mother is feeding her child yeah. and it should be praised. Yeah. Well, and and this, this is a theme that keeps coming up is that the, the, the playmates that we've been interviewing to a person, they own themselves. Yes. Yeah. And they express that freely. Yeah. yeah. They are responsible for the consequences of their actions. Yeah. And, and they own themselves as each single freaking human being in this world that they admit that they should be responsible for their actions not everybody's that mature but every single human being in this world is responsible for their actions absolutely (laughs) and and, and I I like how you say you're owning yourself right because perfect segue in to rogue bunnies yeah exactly what you ladies are doing is so Freaking taking control. Cool. You're taking control. Yeah. Tell the listener what you've been up to. I mean, you're now part of Rogue Bunny. I am now part the of NFT Rogue Bunny. World. Do you get oh. it all? I I, I love it. I I I, I want to say I get it all. I get it now. Uh, so you can school us. But I, I was going the there. I was going there. Okay. But I'm. But I can't explain it. It's one of those things where like I get it, but I can't explain it. <laughs> well, did you ever collect trading cards? Exactly. Like baseball cards. Yeah. Or? Wacky packs or, or Pokemon cards. What? Pokemon. That's for my generation. <laughs> Cabbage Patch. Oh, yeah. No, that was the Garbage Pail ones. Remember? What? They okay. So Cabbage Patch was all cute dolls. Uh-huh. And then they turned it and made Garbage Pail. And they were look at Michael over there is like going yes he loved those. <laughs> no <laughs> way. They were like really grossed out funny yeah. cards. What? So tell us more about Rogue Bunnies. Rogue Bunnies. Well, uh, first of all, uh, I love that this all came from the brain of Victoria because she is the artist. She's always been the known artist at the mansion, at our family, our Playboy Playmate family. Um, And I've always thought that she's an underrated artist. So this is a way to put her art and her expertise out there and kind of, I don't like to use the word use, but I don't know how else to say it, but use us to really project her art there while also letting us embrace our image and our power over how we want to be seen and yes. how we want to be collected. Because let me tell you, there are a, there are a bunch of uh, companies that do make trading cards for Playmates. Don't get me wrong. 80% of the pictures I'm happy with. The other 20, I'm like, oh, why did they use that picture? So that's us not having that power, you know? Yeah, you're not getting to own yourself. 
With this, yes. With this, it's like, Victoria's like, whatever you want me to use. Perfecto. Let me send it to you right now. Sent. And I get to promote this. I get to, you know, we get to hang out with any fan, even if it's a fan on the other side of the world in the peak of the Himalayas. I don't care because thanks to the technology I was talking about earlier, <laughs> we can. Let me tell you, I have at least two really good fans in China who write to me, to my PO box all the time. Really? So this is going to be a way for them to interact with me once we have the virtual mansion. Like, how cool uh, is it going to be for yes. them and me? Because yep. I'm not going to China tomorrow, and they're not coming to L.A. tomorrow. Right. How cool is it going to be this? Another avenue. I think it's just it's awesome, man. Keep the family going. And and the fact is is that we are part of a family Yes. that, that we try to express to people, and I think... You just have to see it for what it really is. Yes. And when you see us all get together, like, oh, they really are. Yeah. And it's like, we're lifelong family friends for forever. Because this is a sisterhood and that's what, forever. Yes. And that's why we're excited. We're going to be bringing back the parties. Yeah. We're going to be doing live events. Uh, the funny thing, um, Jen Pershing called me up, and the story's been told, but I, I want to share it with you, is that she goes, Brian, you, you, you got to come to this event. you got to be part of it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, so I don't get this metaverse. <laughs> so this NFT world, what well, is well, this? Well, you're invited. I'm all. Can I bring a date? Yes, bring a date. I'm like. So is it a real live event, <laughs> or do me and my date sitting on my couch? <laughs> like, how does this work? She's laughing. She goes, "No, it's a live event." She goes, "I'm in." And then of course the ball went rolling. We're doing, and now we're doing the yeah. podcast and everything. And we're part of this, but it's like that is also another avenue or another layer, should I say? Of rogue bunnies that not all the other NFT companies are doing. Yes. You're doing 100%. metaverse yep. events, mm -hmm. the metaverse mansion, the rogue bunny mansion. Yep. But we're also going to create live events. Live today. events. Come on out. For the ones who can come out. Yes. Let's, let's hang out. Yeah. Let's recreate the parties. Let's get everyone back in pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's going to be mommy pajamas, guys, because I discovered those and they're very comfortable and I'm well, not getting out of them. Can you describe the difference between a Standard pajama and a mommy pajama? No, it's not standard and mommy. It's a Playboy pajama <laughs> and mommy pajama. Well, we're See, talking lingerie and and, and, and exactly and, and feety pajamas. Mommy pajamas leave more to the imagination. At the mansion, we used to have the most amazing Halloween parties. Yes. And when you were thinking, oh, what's my costume going to be, right? And you're uh -huh. thinking, what costume? And of course. You're, you're already planning it out. It's the most skimpiest costume. It's a, name a, a few of your favorite costumes. Oh, my God. Uh, the mummy <laughs> with just a few squares of paper roll. <laughs> <laughs> just barely covering. A, a kitty cat. But that's, this is a Victoria's Secret kitty cat. <laughs> um, oh, my God. I can't remember. I can't remember. Now, let's see. Let, let, let me just use an example. Wonder Woman. Okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. Wonder Woman. Barely, you, you know it's Wonder Woman, but it's just covering the top. And the bottom. More like a little panty at the, uh -huh. at the bottom. Maybe some boots. Uh-huh. Whatever. Now, how does mommy Wonder Woman look like? Oh, that's shirts and a t-shirt. See? There it is. That sounds very comfortable. Yeah. Right? 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 Why are we going to sacrifice comfort over sexiness? That's hear, a really stupid question, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I have evolved into a mom, and the sexiness will still happen, but it's going to be uh, very random, so look out for it. you got to pay more attention. <laughs> right on. We're going to take a quick break, Raquel. 
obviously, I mean, you have the most beautiful daughter. You have a beautiful family. I mean, Alex Thank is so you. freaking cool. Uh, he is, and he is. How's your dad? He's pretty beautiful too. My dad, my dad is actually. Me and him have done shots together. <laughs> My dad is very fun, guys, actually. He's very, very fun. He's a fan, fun spirit. But we're going to go on a break, right? So I'm going to tell you this. Uh, everyone wants a dad like my dad. But he's great. He's great. <laughs> want to talk about your acting career. Okay. I know you're still pushing. You got movies out there. We want to find out about that. It's quick like break. labor. We are right it's back. Like labor. After this quick break, I'm Brian Olea. You're listening to Rogue Bunnies Mayhem. Hi, I'm Victoria Fuller, entrepreneur, artist, and of course forever, Miss January 1996. My bunny sisters and I have joined forces, or should I say, have gone rogue, to revamp the heydays while exploring the future. Yes, I'm talking about the metaverse. So come join me and our sorority of the sexiest ladies on the planet. I promise you won't be disappointed. To join the party, find us at roguebunnies.com. That's R-O-G-U-E. B-U-N-N-I-E-S. RogueBunnies.com. You want a scorching hot NFT? RogueBunnies.com. Welcome to the metaverse. And we are here with the lovely Raquel Pomplin. Hey, you I, I, I just love being back on mic with you. I this know. Is so much fun. This it's is so great. many it's memories. So oh, yes. We had a blast. We, we did so much, Brian. I still think about how we were driving down to... Um, Anaheim every weekend. Oh, the LA Kiss show. Yes. We used to got to do the, the show right yes. there in the concourse. Do you remember I was flying from like Panama and I got there to the show right yeah. after, but like I, I got off the plane and went to the show. Boom, boom. It was crazy. Those are fun. You know, that's actually been the model that I was talking to Scott about for this show. It said, you know, most shows are studio based. Yeah. Right? You go to studio, then you occasionally get the live yeah. and out there. I'm like, let's reverse it. Just yeah. like we took Mayhem. People think it's, you know, it's supposed to be technically the dictionary term. It's a catastrophe, right? A catastrophe, turn it into yeah. Fun. Yeah. We it fun. It's yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. flipping is what we know how to do. Screw the studio. We'll do those a couple of times. Let's do live events. And we're yep. looking at, that's how this show's being modeled. Nice. So I've been following you. Uh-huh. I know back when we did the show together, you had already started pushing on your acting career. Yes. You've done movies. How are things going? You know, um... They obviously they kind of stopped uh, with the pandemic, and then I got pregnant, <laughs> and that was planned. I, the The pandemic was not planned. Getting pregnant on a pandemic was definitely not planned. <laughs> um, it was a pandemic baby by term only because she was born during the pandemic, but she was not created because of the pandemic. Is this good timing or bad timing? What? I think I, I think I like that timing. That actually works. Yeah, right? it's actually a great time because as a person that's always working, with, like I'm always working. I I had a really bad first trimester. I was sick all the time. So to think about it with an open industry, I would have been so depressed to miss out on auditions and stuff because I was sick, right? So in a way, and I'm going to say in a way because I did lose a lot of family to COVID, unfortunately. Uh, in a way, it was a good thing because I got to live my pregnancy without the pressure of the FOMO, <laughs> you know? All right. Yeah. Very calm. Got to be sick in bed the first 10 weeks. Very calm. Everything. I did film a short film before they closed us down. We were actually talking it in the makeup uh, trailer, talking about how they were going to shut down. And I was like, no, they're not going to shut it down. We're okay. And sure enough, 
a week after, it was all shut uh, down. And I was already pregnant, and I didn't know I was pregnant. I knew that I could be because we tried. Yeah. I did stunts, guys, with this baby in me. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, yeah, uh, acting-wise, uh, of course... When, once you have a baby, things change. Everything changes. Any woman, any mother will tell you that. You, 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 you still want to pursue your career. You still want to be your, your own self. But you enjoy motherhood so much that you're like, well, let me just enjoy this for a little bit. They won't be this little right. that long. And then I'll go back. So I'm taking it slow, going back into acting and, and working, but, um, but keeping up with my uh, social media. So if you want to keep up with Raquel, not the Kardashians. <laughs> Follow me on all social media at rpomplin. <laughs> so, so wait, wait, so it's, it's rpomplin across all? All across all. So R P O M as in Mary, P L U N. And you can see all my transitional reels. I got. I became an expert on this. Really? During the pandemic, by the way, guys. And yeah. You've and always been on your game, though. Thank You've you. Always been on I your always game. try. Yes. I always try. You know, postpartum is serious, guys. Right on. <laughs> it's serious. So, anyways, long story short, because I don't want to rant about me. I'm boring right now, but I will be very interesting in the future. <laughs> oh, come on. There, there are some things. There are some proposals um, to do a movie and possibly another short. So, I'm not completely stopped. I don't want to completely stop. I'm going to keep doing things right. here and there. But I'm not going to go full on until probably I'm done having babies because I might have another baby. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I've been loving that you do? Um, I think it's your cousin, maybe. Yeah, you, you were pregnant a long time. Or is that your friend? Oh, you put yes. These Yoli. Videos. Is she your cousin? She's your my very best friend. Okay. And it was cool that both of you were pregnant at the same time. And we didn't know. We didn't plan it, by the way, guys. But you've actually documented that. You put the out whole fun thing. little videos. Just, just to be clear, different fathers. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> we did have to make that clear to to the audience. Our, our audience needs to know. They these need things. to know these things. Yes. But what's cool about it is that now that you both have your child, you've been showing it. Hey, look at we're getting back our pre-mommy bodies. Yes. We've been working out yes. and showing people. Yeah. Hey, you can have fun with your kids while, while working, working out. out. And you teach it. You know what? They are sponges. They. This is true. People don't say things just be, to say it. They say it because it's true. They lived it. They went through it. Right. Uh, they they're, do grow fast. They are. They're not sponges. They are sponges. No, with our, our newborn, I tried to clean the kitchen counter. With our, <laughs> it didn't work. It was a. It was. It was a disaster. Oh my god! <laughs> Poor oh kid who's trying to get off the right. Clorox and you the didn't detergent off his right. body for weeks. You just gave me an idea for a real. Thank you, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see it. Oh my god! Your babies are sponges. Babies are sponges. So no, but, but, but they are. So they learn. You work out, they're working out. My girl right is on. picking up that two-pound uh, dumbbell and thinking that she's, you know, lifting like me. Wow! Now, they learn. Now your household, you're speaking Spanish. Yes. Have you dropped any f bombs? Any in front of your? <laughs> have you caught oh. yourself yet? Not yet. Talking about sponges, they pick up on everything. She will. And, and, yeah. and, and she they will. can be two or three rooms away. Yeah, and, and they will. And they will They will hear it. And Shoot. they will repeat it. I got to watch my, because I, 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 you know this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's going to be training for no mama filter. as well. There's no filter. <laughs> That's what I love about you. But in Spanish, it's even more. So, uh, <laughs> and bigger and horrible words. <laughs> folks out there in listener land, Raquel's got a mouth. I got a mouth for everything. Ah! Ask my husband. Doesn't Just hold kidding. Well, Raquel, Love you, baby. Class. I could literally do this. We could do a whole show with you I all know. afternoon. Thank you, guys. But I know you got to get back yes. to the booth. You've got people waiting. 
They're going, what up? I they are waiting. I have a whole get, line. Yes, you got to get signed up. So, as we end this show, we want to give you the opportunity, what we call homage to Hef. Yes. If Hef's standing in front of you, because he's here with us. Oh, my I God. I honestly believe he, he is. is. And I, I, not to talk to us, talk directly to him. If you could say anything you want, this is the opportunity. Like, what would you tell him? <laughs> wow. The first thing that came out of my, the first thing I thought was, Hef, would you sign my cover? Because I never took advantage of that. And I regret that every single freaking day. But now, that's a very selfish thing for myself, right? But if I could tell him something, I would say, thank you. I would say, have thank you so much because you always saw more than just beauty in us. You always gave us that place and that respect <laughs> that the majority of this man world driven world doesn't do you saw our brains above our boobs <laughs> and I will always always cherish that because all the fame for being the biggest player could give every single and I'm talking in singularity every single woman that respect than any man could learn just a little bit and do the same. Now, don't be jealous if, and this is for, this is what I would tell you have, right? But this is for the rest of the men. If you really want to learn something from the man, respect. Absolutely. This is why he was always loved. This is why he would always have the love of so many women because above anything, he was the most respectful man I have ever met. He had all the money and all the power and all the IQ to do whatever he wanted to do. And yet he always took the high road of respect. Thank you, Hef. I love you. That's beautiful, Raquel. Again, how everybody follows you. Oh, oh no, trust me, trust me. I understand. Everybody cries because we miss that man. But I'll who, save it for after the hour. We don't want to say we we we're gonna we're gonna take the high, high road. I'm not gonna trash anyone, but no, no. but no, this, yes. But this is emotional for you, that, yeah. right? Because of the last days. Thank you. And it was real love. Yeah. He built a real family. He he built real trust and love with every single human he touched without being, you know, without being. He touched your hearts. Yeah. He elevated culture. Yeah. And I, I know some people will laugh at that idea because the magazine and the. Oh, and and, and, and a lot of women are like, no, he used your body. A lot of extreme feminists. And I don't like to label them as extreme feminists, right? Let's just say a lot of extreme thinkers, they, they're like, no, but they, he was using your body to get all the money. And it's like, do you understand that he was smart enough to use the one thing that this world has beautifully? Yes. Mm -hmm. And express it as such. He kept putting us in a pedestal and nobody understood that. Yeah. To Culture. spread... Intelligence, whether yep. the man chose to read or not the articles, that's their choice. But if they were smart enough to read those articles, they would have elevated oh, themselves yes. as well. Yep. Because what was always written in those magazines had always a higher thinking. Between well, yeah. the, the philosophy, between the lifestyle. And um, everything. It was always about being a gentleman. Yeah. I love you. Vogue, you Vogue probably during that time and InStyle and Cosmopolitan were photoshopping more women that Playboy was. 
Playboy was putting the true self beauty yeah. of the woman out there. Oh. And and they were promoting what's not real. Like women are not sticks. No. <laughs> Although the women who are sticks are beautiful, by the way. But they're the two percent, one percent. Right. Most of us have curves and a butt. All, I was. All bodies are different, and all bodies should be celebrated. Uh, and most of us are kind of voluptuous. And now, well, see, that was the whole model, right? The girl next door. The girl the, next the, door. Yeah, meaning, literally, the girl that might be at your coffee shop, the yep. girl that might be the the waitress, the girl that might be uh, the lawyer, the girl mm-hmm. that might be the doctor. And I'm pretty Whichever. sure that all those girls have amazing bodies and they're as beautiful as a lot of the playmates. <laughs> well, we're going to wrap out. Raquel, thank you so much. Thank you, Once guys. Again, everybody can follow you on your Instagrams, Everywhere, your social media, your tweeters. Across the board, at R. Pomplin. How did I just say tweeters? <laughs> your, your, tw- <laughs> your Twitter. <laughs> Twitters. Raquel, spell your last name for us. R-P-R-P-O-M-P-L-U-N is Nancy. Thank you, Raquel. I'm Thank Brian Alea. You can follow me at Real Mr. Mayhem at Instagram and Scott. ConcertZero.com. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We are Rogue Bunnies Mayhem and The, the Mayhem, Mayhem Continues. continues. Ah! Hey, Mayhem Familia. Don't forget to click, like, and subscribe. And tell all your friends. Also, visit us at RBMayhemShow.com. That's RBMayhem. Mayhem spelled M-A-Y-H-E-M show.com And I want to give a special thanks to Dapper Labs, Flow, Gig Labs, and also Flow Score. And the Mayhem Continues!